Everywhere he goes, there's a big band following him. Professor Anjun Song, good morning. <laughs> good morning, Alex. Pleasure to have you here. This week's quotes, um, as uh, Professor An from the Graduate School of International Studies at Yonsei University joins us. Shall I go straight into our first quote? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is from Tan Byung-hun, Senior Presidential Secretary for Political Affairs. Under the current Moon Jae-in administration. We're not talking about the conservative (laughs) scandals now. Today, I told the president my intention to resign. I have done my best to aid the president, and I feel deeply sorry that I caused trouble for him. I'm sorry about the irregularities conducted by my secretaries in the past. I vow to you once again that I was not involved in any unlawful acts and only worked to support the development of the e-sports industry. But this is... uh, Nevertheless, a scandal that's uh, maybe not shaken to the same extent as the previous administrations, but has rocked a little bit the uh, current administration. Actually, uh, it's very interesting. I looked up the uh, newspapers, what happened you know, last year or something, or two years ago, because he was third time you know, elected mm. lawmaker, right? So he served at 2000, started in 2004, he won the election at 2008, and also 2012. But the, la- the previous one, 2016, last year, he couldn't get the party nomination. Mm. You know why? Tell us. Because his uh, secretary had the corruption issue. Mm. So I don't think the Blue House was surprised. But, anything about it. They, they knew he but, had some problem. But it, was he so valuable to President Moon that he would have him um, as, a, as a close aide anyway? Oh, that's a question. <laughs> a question of, I think. I guess there's, you know, when you uh, appoint someone is very high ranking, right? It's, it's not only about his ability, it's about some political you know, considerations also, right? Well, if it was political considerations, then that seems to have been some negative baggage. Why did he decide to resign yesterday specifically, though? Very good question, because uh, I remember he saying he's not going to resign until uh, last morning, actually. He suddenly changed his mind. I, I was a little surprised because I thought he's he not going to resign it, and he changed it. I think that something happened between the morning and afternoon before his resignation speech. And you, you have a personal connection with this man, don't you? <laughs> I, I wouldn't say connection. Uh, I, I happened to find that he went to the same high school, and he's, he's I mean, he used to for the, uh, work for the, my same district. So Maybe you feel like you can read his mind a bit better than normal people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, 12-year t- difference, I guess, there's a generation gap. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm glad you pointed that out. I won't ask you which way the gap goes. But is there any political implication on, on the timing of the resignation, though, um, considering your intriguing response? Yeah, I think the problem is that the, the Blue House knew from the beginning, and they was concerned about you know the, you know the, his secretary you know corruption issue, and there's something come up. So say they I, get, I I don't think they had a much choice to about how to handle Chun Byung Hun because that they knew there might be a problem, and the. Um, yeah, this, and then plus, I think one of the problems is that the people concerned that the, his corruption charge might slow down the process, right? The government anti-corruption, you know, reform drive. But the, I thought that it was not necessarily because it depends on how what happened. The you know what what kind of result they get from the investigation might be it might go the other way and helping the uh, you know you know the speed up the process because they oh we're clean so we'll move on fast. When we think of the past administrations, so many scandals encircling mm-hmm. those conservative governments of ex-president E and then Park 
And there's been the claim that they have been politically motivated, the uh, prosecutorial investigations that are still ongoing. But why then is the prosecution targeting a presidential aide from an incumbent administration? Is, is that a question we need to answer? Well, there have been uh, several debates. I, I, I listened to radio shows and they're talking about this issue. Is it really something, is there any political implication about timing, right? But I think that's, I agree that some of, you know, people said, panelists said, the, uh, they, you know, the prosecution office, they try to do still some balanced approach, at least appear to be balanced, so that if you're really prosecuting some, 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 you know, some kind of political party, right, people, someone who associated with some type of party, maybe looks a little bit biased, I guess. Considering you're saying the administration was fully aware of the background here, does it slow down or, or hurt the government's anti-corruption reform drive? Yeah, that's the uh, actually we talk. Just I just mentioned it about it. I think. It's, Do it you depends. think so, though? Well, I think that depends on what happened. I mean, the investigation. I mean, if it really came out clean in that case, or some nothing, or just a personal matter or something, and I guess my or the other way, I mean, speed up the process because you know, you know it could be a more balanced. You know, appearance, right? At least. But actually, I'd like to have a comment about what happened about this situation. I think the problem was here is like the secretaries, it's not about really secretary fault. I think there's kind of a systemic problem in Korea. Like the, um, there's no, like, the, like um, personally, I'm suggesting like a term limit on the lawmakers, like just like, you know, a term limit for the president, Korean constitution. Mm. So because the John Byung-won was elected three times and he tried for the fourth time and he failed. And during the time, you know, if you're the secretary, right, his secretary for serve him for 12 years, and you, you got no more choice, right? I mean, not much choice, right? Either you go with him against four more years, or you have unemployed. Yes. After 12 years, right? So. Good point. <laughs> um, let's get on to our next quote, because uh, I think we're going to be picking up, again, some of the political dramas here. And this is uh, a story about water. Right. Firstly, would you, if I said to you, "Here's a bottle of water from North Korea," would you, um, would you drink it? I did. Okay. okay. <laughs> My father did. Okay. Um, but if I said to you right now, you know, <laughs> post post Kim Jong Nam poisoning, if I said to you, "Here's some North Korean water," would you drink it? Well, then I'm using for drinking. <laughs> no, no. But I'm, I, we have, I haven't introduced the story yet. Right. I'm just curious what your thoughts would be on the if it, you know if the, if you had North Korean water in bottles available in your local convenience store, would you buy it if it was uh, well priced? But, but not now. <laughs> but it used to be imported. Yeah. You, way, right? So, but maybe the atmosphere's changed around it. I don't know. I mean, personally, I would like the idea of the. Uh, natural springs untouched by the level of industrialization that we find in many other countries. But on the other hand, you know, the, the, the quality of the plastic used and other regulations would be in my mind. Let's, against that backdrop, though, read this quote. And this is from Pek Tehan, spokesperson for the Unification Ministry here in Seoul. The government approved it on the judgment that the North Korean bottled water will be used for religious purposes. The move came as Seoul seeks to spur inter-Korean civilian exchanges and this does not hamper UN sanctions on North Korea. The government will consider measures if the bottled water is used for other purposes. So... That refers to North Korean bottled water that is going to start coming back into South Korea, but not going to be sold, as I was just describing, apparently. Well, well let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're saying. I mean, the thing is, like, um, 
It's very interesting. The religion he's here, I was, I was wondering because that the, if you read actual Korean newspapers article, it's very interesting. They talk about Dangun, you know, the found, legendary founding father of Gojoseon, right? And they have uh, the uh, association in South Branch and North Branch. I'm I, I surprised. I mean, do they have the religious group in North Korea? It's really religious, I mean, you know, per se, right? But still, I mean, they say they have some communication between the two branches, North and South. Very surprised. And yeah, well, I, I think the religious persecution in North Korea is probably quite selective, isn't it? I mean, something like Christianity would be seen as a, as a fundamental threat, but, but, but um, ancestral rights and uh, spirituality connected with Korea's own creation myths would be more acceptable, don't you think? Yeah, but still, in North Korea, there's only one, you know, royal family. As long as Kim Jong-un you know? fits into the picture, though. You Back know? to some blood, bloodline. Right, yeah. Um, but is this actually allowed under UN sanctions, just to deal with that side of the question legally? It's, it's a very interesting question. I, I look it up. Actually, the, when you see the UN sanctions, like the, the most recent one, 2375, 20, I mean, the things that they're using, like a positive list system, like anything they want to ban it, they have to list up. So the bottle water was not listed, so you're free to go. We've got a, a message here, 8711, saying a bottle of North Korean water, I would run it through the biosurveillance lab. Oh. I, I'd want to as well, honestly. I mean, I, I'm sceptical enough about plastic in bottled water on our shelves already here in, in South Korea and other countries. Uh, I, I, I do wonder uh, sometimes Actually, you know, like the, the quality and purity. If, if anyone told me would like to drink from... I, drink a bottle of water from North Korea, I like check the world from actually in North Korea. If you're near to somewhere to nuclear test area, we we'll say, oh, no. Right, there <laughs> even, you go. Even, even more, right? There you go. But, but you know, th- there's also that question, though, of whether you can even trust that answer. Because again, we have problems here, you know, when people have to list where the meat comes from, but sometimes those answers are not necessarily accurate. We've had scandals like that. But North Korea wouldn't even have the same stringent procedures that we have here. Um, We'll have to see if these bottles turn up on our shelves and what will happen then. For now, Professor Ahn, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Interesting topics as always. Professor Ahn Song with this week's quotes. And that is our show for today and all of our shows for this week. We'll be back on Monday from 7.05. Please do join us then. Have a safe weekend. It will be cold, I'm sure. So do make sure you wrap up warm and... uh, Uh, Someone said to me earlier this week that winter is already here. We've been saying for a while that it's coming. Um, But uh, stay with us as well, because right now, Kurt Asian is going to follow with Careerscape just after your latest news headlines.